In this year, we are going to finish off Perek Shishi of Hilchas Beis Abchira. We learned yesterday in the previous year that the Rambam holds that even though the Beis Amikdash, the Bayis Rishon, was destroyed, obviously after 410 years, nevertheless, the Kedusha Rishon, Shekitsha Shloima, the Kedusha that Shloima Melech established on Yerushalayim and the Harabayis, that the Kedusha was not just for then, the Kedusha remained forever. This is a subject to a big machloikis. There's a famous Ravid over here. The Ravid argues, and the Ravid actually says that specifically, it is not a permanent Kedusha in, your, in the Harabayis, in Yerushalayim. And he says interesting thing. That Shloima, that Yashufisha Yedea Ezra, Shamigdesh Rishlai Masidim Lishtanis, Liskadesh Kiddish Acher Elmei, Elomi, Bechvoid Hashem Loilam. It says, being that they knew that Mashiach is going to come, and they're going to have to change and get an elevated Kedusha anyways, so the Rachila wasn't set up that the Kedusha should remain in the Yerushalayim in the base of Migdosh. And he says an interesting thing, listen to this Loshin. I got this shita from Ruach HaKodesh. It was revealed to me from Lamaila that this is true, that there is no Kedusha in the Beis HaMikdash and in the Yerushalayim. But nevertheless, most poets can actually agree with the Rambam that it, the Kedusha does remain on the Harabayis, which means, for example, if somebody should not be going on places because we are all Tomei, we should not be going in the place in the Harabayis, etc. But it also leads to other interesting dinim. And the Rambam continues, Halacha Tezvot. He says, we can bring a carbon, even though there's no Beis Hamikdash, because the Mokim is already Kodesh. You can eat Kachi Kachim on the Chol Azara, and the entire Azara, even though it's destroyed. And there's no Mechitzas around the Azara now. And you could eat Kachik Kalim and Maishasheni in the entire Yerushalayim, even if there's no wall. Why? Because we no longer need to create a Kedusha in the Azara and in Yerushalayim, because the original Kedusha stays at the time and it stays for the future. Kitshalashaita Ulaasid Lovely. Now, We know that there is a difference in the dinim of Eretz Yisrael in comparison to other lands, especially when it comes to Trumas and Maestras. Now, the din is that even though when Yidin went in originally, they conquered a lot, obviously, of Eretz Yisrael, they got the entire Eretz Yisrael, and they were mechuyiv in Trumas and Maestras. Nevertheless, once the Yidim were exiled out of Yerushalayim, out of the Beis HaMikdosh, Chorben Beis HaMikdosh, Bayesishin, so they no longer were Mechuyiv, Trumas and Maestris, in those places in Eretz Yisroel. We don't say that the Kedusha remained. So the Shaila is, why is it that Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdosh, the Mokim HaMikdosh, retained its Kedusha? 
while the rest of Eretz Yisrael did not retain its Kedusha. So the Rambam gives a very, very detailed but important explanation. And he says like this, The Kedusha of the Beis Amikdash and Yerushalayim, that comes from the Abishter. He uses the words, Mipnei Ashkina. The, the reason what makes Yerushalayim and the Mokim HaMikdash Kadosh is because the Abishter rests there. That's the Abishter city and the Abishter's house. Ushchina Enei Betela. The Abishter, the Shechina doesn't leave. So therefore, whether or not the physical building was destroyed or not, the Kedusha doesn't leave. Like we know we actually had in the Yoim Yoim recently, that the same way we say that even the, the physical Beis Amigdash was destroyed, but the Kedusha remains, so to every single Yid, even if you don't see a revealed Beis Amigdash, it doesn't look like he's Shemer Torah Mitzvahs, or he's not involved in Yiddishkeit, but deep down they have the Shechina, the Mokim HaMikdosh. And the Rambam brings down a posik, and Chachamim say that even though the Beis HaMikdosh is destroyed, the Kedusha remains. So that's in regards to Yerushalayim and the Mokim HaMikdosh. But in regards to the rest of Eretz Yisrael, we have to understand a certain cloud. And that is that what made the Eretz Yisrael mechuyev in Trumas and Mises, that's because he didn't conquer it. Kibush of Eretz Yisrael, we conquered Eretz Yisrael. Now, once it was reconquered, once the Goyim kicked us out, and the Churban happened, and the Goyim reclaimed Eretz Yisrael, so the Kibush left, meaning that the same way our kibush, our conquering, brought the Kedusha to the land, so too by being kicked out of Eretz Yisrael and the Goyim re-taking possession of the land of Eretz Yisrael, that made us get out of Eretz Yisrael, and the Kedusha, which came with it, left, and therefore the Chiyu of Trumas and Maestras that came with that Kedusha also left. Now, when it came Ezra's time, Ezra is the time of Bayesheni. When, when Ezra went up, we know that he went up with permission of the Goyim. They didn't conquer the land. It was still under the jurisdiction of the Persians. That's why we have the Shar Shushan, the Shushan Gate, in recognition of the, so to speak, the authority that we received from the Persians. So therefore, we did not claim Eretz Yisrael through Kibush. Rather, we claimed Eretz Yisrael through Chazaka. Now, Chazaka doesn't leave. Kibush gets removed by another Kibush. Being that we entered Eretz Yisrael on the second time through Chazaka, so therefore, any part that the Oile Bovel conquered, which was less than the time of Bayez Rishin, that part, Hareihu Mikudesh Ayoyim, it's still considered Kedusha today, even though we are out of Eretz Yisrael, and everyone would argue that we lost our Chazaka. Chazaka does not leave. And therefore, 
those which live in the parts of Eretz Yisrael, which were resettled by the Oilei Bavel through Ezra, they are mechuyiv in Trumas and Maisis today, like the Rambam explains in Hilchis Truma. So it comes out, and by the way, this is a major, major discussion in the Achroinim, and the Rebbe has a whole sicha explaining in detail what in essence is the true difference between kibush and chazaka. Why does kibush get removed by another kibush and why chazaka does not get removed by, uh, by being out of the land, so to speak, losing our chazaka. But either way, this is the fact that the Rambam establishes that by Yisrishin we got the land through kibush and therefore the kedusha besides Yerushalayim and the Mokim Amigdash was removed by the Goyim reconquest. However, by, by Yesheni, we got Eretz Yisrael through Chazaka, and now Chazaka stays in the rest of Eretz Yisrael, even though we were Galinu Mi'artzeinu. And with this, the Rambam finishes Perek Vav of Hilchas Beis Abchiru. In Perek Zayin, the Rambam speaks to us and teaches us that in regards to the Beis Amigdosh, we have a mitzvah to fear the Beis Amigdosh. Now, obviously, fear here means respect. It's not a we're not we're not petrified of the Beis Amigdosh. It means a deep respect, an awe of the Beis Amigdosh, and it's not that we're impressed. Like sometimes you go to a building, you say, "Wow, such a magnificent, beautiful structure." It's not the magnificence of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash, which we are impressed with, which we are in awe of, obviously it's the Abish there, the who, in the words of the Rambam, or like Chazal tell us, the one that's resting in the Beis HaMikdash, that is the source of our awe and our respect and our fear because of the Abish there. Now, it can't just remain in our heart, it has to express itself. How do we show that we are respectful and deep awe of the Beis HaMikdash? So therefore, you can't just show up like you got lost and you landed there, like you're nonchalantly strolling and roaming around. You can't come to the Harabayas, can't enter the Harabayas with your walking stick. You can't enter the Harabayas with your cane. You can't enter the Harabayas with your money belt. or with your the inner garments in other words these are or the dust on your feet these are things that show that you're still traveling you have to show that you stopped you prepared yourself and now you're walking in deep respect and obviously you don't spit in the arabais which obviously leads to the whole discussion of spitting during Aleinu in the shul, but that is uh, it's a yoim yoim, the mocker for that, etc. But the, what happens if you have to spit? Sometimes you have a lot of saliva in your mouth and you just have to spit. So then mavliya biksusa, like you put it into your garment, but you don't spit on the floor of the harabayis. And if you happen to be in Yerushalayim and you want to get 
from one side of the Harabayas to the other, you shouldn't say, oh, I'm going to take a shortcut through the Sha'arim of the Harabayas. The Beis HaMikdosh, the Mokim HaMikdosh, is not your shortcut. It's not a place to make your convenience. It's a place of the Eibishter. It's a place where respect. And another way we show that respect is that you always enter the Harabayas, Derech Yamin, and you go out, Derech Smoil. The exception for that, if somebody is an Ovel, or somebody was put in Chedim, that he goes out the other way, and they would ask him, what are you going the other way for? He would answer, oh, I'm an Ovel. They would answer you, oh, like, Amokim Nachem Eschem. The Ebishter should comfort you. Or Hashoichem Bebayi Sezei Nachemcha. The Ebishter who rests here should be Menachem you. Or if he's put in Chedim, you should answer, oh, you know, the Ebishter who rests in this house should uh, inspire you to, uh, to uh, you know, basically change your ways, etc. And they will take off this Chedim. But the point is, these are all signs of respect of the Harabayas and the Mokim Amigdosh. And we'll talk more about that in the next shi.